You have a very special nature. One we've worked hard together to unlock. Results are normal. Anything you want to flag? No. No, I'm fine. Mom! Hi, darling. How was your trip? Dull. Extraordinarily dull. Our next contract's a big one. The target is the CEO of the largest operation in the U.S. He'll be binding to Colin Tate. We can't afford any mistakes on this one. Ready? What's with you today? What do you mean? I'm in place. Can we help you? Finish this. What are you doing? I can't pull the trigger. I need to know. I need to know what she's done to me. It's become a danger. Where is she? Come out or I'll do it! Sometimes, that small thought is all it takes to lose control. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our review for Neon's Possessor. Before I get into the review, I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. Uh, first, we have, from the Box Office Speed Down show, we have Larry. Larry, how are you? I am doing all right. And from uh, the Cinemania World show and Cinemania Nightmares, we have Tyler. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing pretty well as well, actually. Very nice to hear from you, sir. And lastly, from the Mainly Movies YouTube channel and the World team, we have Alyssa. Alyssa, how are you? I'm doing pretty good as well. Okay. Uh, glad to have you guys all here to talk about some Possessor. Um, I kind of don't want to get like a bio to the movie because it's one of those movies that I think you should go into blind. Um, so don't read a description and don't look at a, don't look at a bio. <laughs> don't look uh, at the poster watch, either. Just, it's it's yeah, traumatizing. Actually, no. Look, look at the poster. It's amazing. Um, okay. So Possessor premiered at Sundance this week, and because I had no idea what Salt Lake City that I had no idea that Salt Lake City and, and Park City is like an hour away from each other, I had to miss it because it was at some midnight mayhem showing or whatever at Sundance. Everybody was talking about it at like two a.m., and I was very very petty and upset, so I didn't get get a chance to see it. So we did. Uh, fortunately, saw it. We saw it early for, uh, for from Neon. Uh, so I want to send a thank you to Neon for sending us out, sending us uh, uh, screeners for the movie Possessor. I'll get everyone's thoughts on the movie. I'm, I, I think very highly of these of this movie. I actually watched it twice um, since we've gotten since we've gotten the screener. So I'll go around get everyone's thoughts. I'll start off with Larry. What did you think about Possessor? 
I loved Possessor. <laughs> that was so good. It's a sci-fi horror film, and I think it does both of those things quite well. So overall, yeah, it's shot up to one of my favorite films of the year, I think. It's, it's pretty high on my list. Yes, this is going to be a very sick and twisted review of Possessor. I think most of us enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not sure how Alyssa and uh, I think Tyler liked it. Tyler, let's get your thoughts then. What did you think about Possessor? <laughs> yeah, much like Larry, I did actually really enjoy the film. Uh, I was, I'm obviously, as you know, you know, co-hosting the Cinemania Nightmares show. I am a big fan of horror. Cronenberg uh, is, you know, quite has quite a lineage. You know, David Cronenberg, you know, doing the Fly remake, and then also like Scanners and all that crazy stuff. If you've seen a Cronenberg film, you know that he's quite a quite a gross filmmaker sometimes when it comes to his horror sci-fi. So much like that with his son Brandon doing Possessor, it's just another really great blend of gore and sci-fi and horror, and they do a really good job with it. I was really impressed with what they actually displayed here, especially with it being like the uncut version that we saw. It was really brutal. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, definitely sentiment everything that you just said. So let's go to Alyssa lastly. Uh, let's get your thoughts on Possessor. Yeah, I want to uh, echo basically what all three of you guys said. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, it's one of my favorites of the year so far. And considering we're probably not getting that many more movies, it's probably going to end up being one of my favorites of the year. Um, and yeah, so it just it's a really... Uh, interesting and good blend of sci-fi and body horror. Uh, like Tyler said, it's very much along the lines of um, uh, David Cronenberg's uh, filming style. So Brandon, his son, certainly has uh, picked up on some of uh, some of that uh, here. And I, I was also impressed by the kind of the themes and and kind of the non uh, maybe. Um, uh, horror elements that that you know people mm. are going to be focusing on. There's there's more to it than that, which was interesting right. and surprising to me. So I really liked it. So what we're all saying is that we're all sick and twisted individuals <laughs> that like this movie. Um, listen, I um yeah I, I agree with all of you. I I definitely really really enjoyed Possessor. Like I was hearing crazy talk. Um, you, you know when it premiered at Sundance and then Binks, I felt I felt serious serious FOMO um, when it like when 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 it came out like when it premiered, everyone was talking about it and then the lead up to like to the movie uh, since then for me it has been very very hype centric. I've been very excited to watch it and finally get into it. Um, the movie kind of like just took me took me in a place that I haven't been to in a in a in a, in a movie right from the opening shot. I'm just like oof, this is gonna be one of those things, <laughs> one of those kinds of movies uh where there's a lot of blood and guts and brain stuff and uh yeah i i but, but i did enjoy it it's a very i won't say it's it's it, i was struggling on calling this an actual horror but i agree with what larry said and i also think it's a very very like psychological and kind of like body horror kind of movie and stuff uh so i appreciated all the uh those kind of horror elements um it's the same way i feel about like movies like suspiria and what and stuff like that um so i had i had a really good time i think all the performances was was also really really good um yeah so i i i really i i really in in enjoyed it uh larry what's some of the other things that you uh that you got from this from the movie yeah, um, speaking on the performances, I think Andrea Riseborough and Christopher Abbott do a fantastic yeah. job, not only in their own roles, but 
working off of each other and playing one in the same kind of characters um, without going too far into that. But they do a great job together as a pair. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee is also very good and she's not given quite as much to do as I actually thought she would, but uh, she's, she's very good. Sean Bean is also in this. He's also not given that big of a role in the film, but you know, you always just love seeing Sean Bean pop up in things. So, I agree. Um, and we did watch the uncut version. So I'm really curious. Did we really? Yeah. Yes. So I'm really curious. What version is being released? Are, are people going to have the option of uncut and an R-rated version? And what they cut out? Uh, obviously, nudity. To <laughs> the nudity will be cut out to get it down to R. But I'm, I'm wondering if they'll have to cut out any of the, the violence because i mean it does get very violent <laughs> i think i think they'll, i think they'll have to the, i mean but yeah the ideas behind what's being done in this film and this really crazy concept of like these mind chips that assassins use is very interesting and i think it was really well handled yeah i would agree um uh, this is also a movie that I, I did say earlier in the review to, um, that I would try to watch blind. Uh, this is this is one that I, I all I knew from this movie, even since Sundance, was a poster. Uh, the same poster that went around. Like I, I talked about this with uh, Tyler and um, and Chris on on a Nightmare show before. How uh, at Sundance they give you like a pamphlet of all the movies playing and like a schedule. And I open it up and then I see at midnight I see this fucking face. I'm like, what is that? And I'm just yeah. like, I had no idea what it was. I had no <laughs> idea what I was gonna get myself into. I really, really wanted to watch it and so So that's all I knew. That's all I had from the movie. I didn't have any plot or anything like that. I, I never watched the first trailer that, that they dropped. I actually just now watched them right before uh, doing starting the show up to see how much they kind of tell you, how much they show. I think I, I do think it's one of those. It was one of those movies at first where I was like, um, I can see this getting confused by a lot of audiences, but as far as like what the plot is. But I think I think the uncut trailer, like the second one, kind of shows what it's about really, really well without without kind of giving any major spoilers. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll echo uh, what you say about about performances, Larry. I, I enjoyed all of the performances in the movie, and I think um, there's um what. I think what they what they have to do, uh, and then when they end, what they end up doing is actually a really, really, really stellar thing. Uh, let's go to Alyssa. What's uh, did you? Uh, what are some of your thoughts on the performances throughout the movie? Yeah, uh, I agree with what uh, you guys have said so far. Uh, definitely, Andrea Riseborough and Christopher Abbott. It's it's their movie. You know, everybody else uh, yeah. does does a good job, but they're they're all very minor characters um, compared to those two, um, and especially mm -hmm. really Christopher Abbott. Um, he he's kind of yeah. the the one that we mm -hmm. focus on the most his performance, um, and he does a really good job. Again, not not getting into anything too much, but uh, a really good mm -hmm. job of kind of you know, playing, playing the role he needs to play. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll say, we'll leave it at that for that. Um, but uh, Dwayne, like you, I didn't see anything. I didn't really know anything about this movie before watching it. Um, I always try to do that when we get the screeners that I, you know, I avoid all, all information, all trailers and stuff until after I watch the movie. And so just like mm -hmm. you, I had the poster, the name, and the fact that Brandon Cronenberg directed it. That was all I knew going in. Yep, um, and so mm -hmm. it was, both kind of what I expected, but also completely different because I didn't 
I didn't really expect much, you know, I didn't have like any, any hyper anticipation for it beyond um, just kind of knowing sort of the Cronenberg-esque filmmaking style. Um, and so I guess the, the title kind of threw me off originally. Like it makes sense when you watch the movie, it totally mm -hmm. makes sense, but it wasn't what uh, I kind of thought I was going to get into uh, once they're in the movie. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, and, and like uh, Larry was saying, this premise, this concept is so cool and yeah. has so much potential and, and uses a lot of that potential. But there were so many different routes that uh, this could have taken. Agreed. Uh, let's go to uh, Tyler. Anything that stood out uh, in the movie from you? Uh, yeah, I mean, like like I've, everyone's saying, I mean, the the performances were also really good. I mean, definitely, it's nice. It's nice seeing Sean Bean and like like a like a movie again because it seems like it's been a while. Him and well, and also <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee as well because I feel like they're just they're two like veteran actors that they. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to see them in like more movies just in general, but. Andrea Riseborough and Christopher Abbott were really good. I mean, Andrea Riseborough. I mean, I, I guess this redeems uh, when we saw her. Uh, I guess last in The Grudge back in January. <laughs> For me, I, at least. I don't think her. I don't think her performance was necessarily that bad in The Grudge. She just. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody could. Have, yeah, I, I don't know that anybody could have made that material work. She was uh, not very good. At least in my opinion. <laughs> She was uh, well, every, everything in that movie was not yes. very good. There. I'm trying to find an image of her. Oh, yeah, there she is. Yes, yeah. wow. she, she's the main cop, I believe. In yeah, yeah. listen, listen to I forgot about that movie. Like, like, <laughs> I, I figured I, maybe you left early or something. Maybe you forgot <laughs> you left no, early. You didn't, no, see, you didn't see no. her in the movie. <laughs> the only horror movie I left last year was Black Christmas. This year, I said, I, 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 I forgot. Okay, I was like, no, she wasn't. Like Tulare when he just said it, or, or was it? Was it Tyler? I was like, no, there's no way. But she's, she's, there. she's there. She's listed. Incredible. Yeah, but she was much better. She was much better with the material and possessor than in the Grudge uh, in 2020. So it was not. I mean, it was also just the duality of the role. You know, with the whole you know reason behind why it's called possessor and just like them having to play off of each other and there's like also those creepy scenes where they're like kind of talking at the same time like stuff like that i thought i thought that was really eerie and it also played really well into the whole i guess body horror you know someone you know stuff like that you know without going into too much detail spoiler wise <laughs> Right. Yeah, right. I also want to give a huge shout out to the directing and the color palette. I thought it was oh, um, yes. so good how he used color to convey atmosphere as well as like actual um, like perspective. Location, well, yeah, perspective. There. You go. <laughs> um, I thought it was so cool and really well done, as well as the the score and the sound design also worked really well in that uh, to add to to the whole experience. But I think it was really well directed from Brandon Cronenberg as well. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, I would one hundred percent agree. I, I liked a lot of the shots in the movie and just the atmosphere felt very like gross. But in like a good yeah. way, mm -hmm. like very like this, like I don't know, just very I don't want to be here, and I'm feeling very <laughs> I'm feeling very icky. It felt like very dirty. lived in, like a very yeah. lived in yeah. real uh, kind of. It's in the future, or at least to me, it felt futuristic. You know, obviously with the technology, but mm -hmm. it felt sort of like a near future where like yeah. things have 
are, are not that different other than the, the advancements in technology. And, and yeah, yeah, you know, true. obviously the technology central to the film is, is interesting, but then the whole, the company, the, the other company, the one, uh, you know, cataloging people's curtains and watching other things <laughs> um, was very kind of sure. eerie as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I, I, you said near future. The only thing that got in my mind, I was like, listen, I cannot wait to get a brain implant into, into, in habitat, uh, Larry's body so I can live a life and live a day in a life of Larry and see what happens. I thought you were going to say, I can't see wait why. to like be spying in on people's apartments no. trying to tell no. what kind of threads they got in their curtains. No, I'm going to try to see why Larry's be so angry on Twitter and see what's going on. <laughs> you're going to get in the, you're going to get one of those pods, Dwayne. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> listen listen don't don't like i'm very uh, claustrophobic in in some cases like i hate planes um and i hate tight areas you know uh, I, I mean i've had to go i have to like be in tight areas my whole life you know being in the city and everyone's like congested and all over each other but like uh watching them watching those like scenes where uh when andrea uh, when she's like in those in those like machines and whatnot, I was like, "Ooh, that cannot be me." I don't know. I just like I felt very like that's what I mean when I said like I felt very icky watching the movie because it, it just seems very like like you know uh, uncut, you know. And and I don't mean that like as far as like we watched it uncut, where I didn't even realize. I was wondering why this is so damn violent. Like this is gruesome. Like I, this is Nobody gonna be the theaters. And I was like, "This is gonna be in theaters." And then, and then one of you guys was like, "Oh yeah, it was uncut." And I was like, "Oh yeah. god, that's why this, this is this is too much." But I, I enjoyed it, you know. Um, it felt like very, how can I say? It felt very like elevated saw or something. Elevated saw. That's a good yes. one, I guess. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, saw is not good. really saw is not really like sci-fi, but like it's ah, definitely no. like gore, torture porn. I guess is the genre that really we, we throw saw into. Right, you're right. Um, opening scene, all that stuff was like just like really, really incredible. Um, by the way, so I just want to say one thing. I was watching this trailer before I started the review, and I saw a butterfly, and I got some flashbacks with Anchor Bell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Red butterfly and everything. I was like, oof, God, please stop doing this to me. Same. Um, was there anything you guys? Was there anything that you guys didn't like from the movie? I know we're all kind of praising it, um, and I and I love me a positive review because you know I don't like yelling that much. But um, <laughs> let's go to let's go to um, Melissa. Anything that you didn't like from the movie? Um, I think some of the I, I think it maybe had too many uh, sort of underlying themes that it was trying to express, or at least uh, that those themes had too many possible interpretations. Um, I you know I mean I I like movies that have kind of that open endedness and and different ways of interpreting something, but. Uh, especially kind of towards the end of this film, it, it sort of, I don't know, it, it wasn't necessarily a huge negative or anything. I still enjoyed it and it was very thought provoking and made me think about um, kind of the consequences of everything for a while. But I think maybe it was a little too esoteric with a few things towards the end, mm -hmm. but that, you know, that's totally just like a personal thing. And I know a lot of people love that type of movie and that type of a uh, sort of ending and thematic esotericism. So I guess that'd probably be about it for me on, on the negative side. Okay. Uh, let's go to Larry. How about you? Yeah. The th my negatives also come in kind of in the third act. Um, okay. Some of it is just, I don't know. 
like there's a big shocker that happens near the end of the film and yeah, i mean yeah. it's I, I knew what was happening when I saw it start happening, but then logistically, I was just like, wait a minute, like trying to figure out time on how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, it didn't feel quite, it felt like it just needed to happen for the shock value rather than actually really making sense to me. Um, and I think there's a couple of those moments where I'm like, oh, I wish I wish maybe the science here was a little bit more nailed down or the, the time was a little bit more nailed down, but it was just minor things like that for me that, that kept it from, like, perfection. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, uh, Tyler, anything from you? Yeah, I guess I echo some of the same things about, you know, just especially later on in the movie, just because I feel like the pacing definitely could have been improved you know, more so in the middle to the uh, towards the third act. Otherwise, I think mostly everything is just kind of like nitpicky as far as things that I didn't like all that much. Yeah. OK. Um, I, I brought that question because the only thing I don't I mean, a lot of movies like this, like the, with the sci fi kind of indie Neon produced, A24 produced. They had this kind of these moments that take me out of all films. And now Hannah gets on me about me not liking not liking weird movies. Um, yeah, and like something true. that makes me so not angry, but like annoyed is like when you have just shots of like some type of galaxy or like some person is standing in a room and all these colors are flashing on the scene. Like I get art and I get all that stuff, but that stuff just feels like that, that stuff always to me just feels like it's just there. It has nothing to do with the story. She dies tomorrow. Yeah. That is just that. It's just that. Like, I was thinking about that one. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's very literally abstract. Just that. <laughs> right. It's literally just that. What's another movie? Mandy. Fuck. Like, Which also so, has Andrea Riseborough in it. <laughs> right. So, so like, Dwayne, it's not colors, but have you watched Tree of Life? No. And oh, I, geez. And, yeah, and, that and by, one. And by your definition, I don't think I'm. I don't think I, I need to or want to. <laughs> it goes. It goes on a wild ride in the middle oh. of the film. Uh, a complete detour. <laughs> yeah. So, so I. I don't know. Is it? Those stuff like that stuff and like whether it's a horror or whether it's a sci-fi or drama that just takes me out of it because I'm just I don't buy this I don't what's cool because it could be like somebody's eating cereal and then the next scene it's just like and it's like just fucking weird shots and whatnot and I don't know what's going on here and I, I I'm not into movies like that the lighthouse does that sh- bullshit a lot too Come on. So, I gotta I mean, say though with, with this movie though the, the 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 shots of the colors and you know faces and screaming and masks and all stuff it kind of makes sense because we're looking you know again not not getting into spoilers not getting anything but we're looking at sort of a a fight uh if you will uh occurring and so that that really helps to kind of put an actual visual to that internal thing that's happening in the movie i get what you mean i get i understand that because i i was having issue i was having like you know trouble like saying it to myself do i want to bring that up i don't because I, I didn't it didn't take me out of the film like immediately when it would go on too long i'd be like okay um what's i want to see some of that other stuff because I, th- I thought like the movie has a lot of like i would say like sci-fi action that i really enjoyed you know mm-hmm. so uh, the parts when they were taking where when they took you out of that to go into those kind of brain kind of things but you know hearing you what you just said kind of makes a lot of sense like it's a fight between two people 
and stuff. Uh, so I, 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 so I guess you're, so I guess, I guess that's, that's all right. You know, but Dwayne, uh, how do you feel about long scenes of people eating pie? Fuck. Yeah, What's that movie? A ghost story? I was like, I'm out of here. I, I can't Rooney, do this. Rooney Mara. Yeah. I can't. Was Andrew Roxborough in that one too? Yeah, yeah, Tyler. Was she, was she roaming the streets in, in one of the random shots? Kesha, no, but Kesha was in it. Oh Kesha was in that? We like Kesha, though. Kesha was in that movie? Was she really? Uh, yes. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I, I would say to kind of close out this review to believe in the uh, possessor hype. Uh, I really enjoyed it. A lot of people think I'm not, I'm not going to enjoy these kind of movies because of my hate for like the lighthouse. But like, come on, this movie is awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so yeah, I'll give it, give it, give everyone a chance to say any final words on the movie. I definitely recommend it. I don't know about it, how it's going to do as far as drive-throughs and stuff this weekend. Is it coming VOD? I don't think it is. Eventually, not this weekend though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Select theaters and drive-ins. I guess so. We'll, I mean, we'll see. So right what now, a anyway. crazy film to watch at the drive-in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I it's a very interesting choice. <laughs> People can just drive off. Play the uh, play the up play the uncut version and drive-ins. Let's see what happens. Let's, do a let's double push. feature of like Madagascar <laughs> and Possessor as the drive-in <laughs> doubleheader. Right. That's all. That's <laughs> only in Maine. Possessor and the boss baby, right? I don't know which one's more horrifying of the two, though. So the competition. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So point. I enjoyed it. I had I had fun with the well, not fun, but like I, I thought you it was had good. fun. It's okay, Dwayne. <laughs> um, but I but I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, let's go to Larry. Uh, you have any final thoughts on Possessor? Yeah, I think horror fans, even though this doesn't have a lot of the scares um, that I know a lot of horror fans love, it does have the atmosphere and the core to make up for that. And I think horror fans are really going to enjoy this. If Whether you're into more mainstream horror or you're into the weird like A24 <laughs> brand of horror, I think this is a, a good middle ground where it kind of gives both sides enough that they'll have fun in a certain way with the film um but it's one of those films that really just left me like sitting there kind of staring at my screen and thinking for for a while after i watched the film just kind of like reflecting on what it was that i had watched and trying to unpack all of the different things that were jammed into this film so it's a thought-provoking film it works really well as a sci-fi horror and actually when it comes to sci-fi horror i think it's one of the best we've received in quite a few years it's it's really agree agree um let's go to tyler yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what Larry said. Is you know, I think it's very accessible for a lot of the horror fans that like you know this kind of gross horror. I mean, especially like you called it elevated saw earlier, and I guess I could definitely see in a sense where you could get that, especially if you're looking for a really gory film that I guess it's technically a horror sci-fi thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just really curious to see what uh, Brandon Cronenberg does next, just because I'm really fascinated to see him kind of carry the torch that is you know that his 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 uh dad carried for so long with the really gross horror sci-fi because this movie is pretty gross at least the uncut version is pretty damn gross <laughs> yeah so i just saw on the amc app that they listen they're gonna show some of the uncut they're gonna show some some of the uncut versions so eventually when it goes into the amc theaters. oh so it's rated yeah. r and uncut going to it's amc uncut in all capitals so oh <laughs> 
Oh, they said, screw the R. We're going straight uncut, y'all. Full frontal, everything, y'all. I mean, you're going to see it all, people. Um, and lastly, let's go to Alyssa. Any final words on Dexter? I don't know how to follow up uh, Larry's last point there, but... <laughs> Um, no, but it, it's it's a good one, um, especially if it's going to be uncut. Uh, this is like uh, like Tyler was saying, this is pretty gruesome. It, it gets pretty gory, yes. but if you can handle that, um, it's it's a really good kind of sci-fi body horror tinged uh, type of movie, and um, kind of echoing or bringing it circling back to what Dwayne said at the very beginning. If you haven't already seen trailers or anything for this avoid them if you're going to see it just go go into this blind um because i think that will be the most um not only shocking but also potentially interesting not really knowing what what's going on um because it makes that first opening sequence that much more uh surprising and then kind of satisfying once you figure out what's what's happening so uh definitely a good one that i would recommend Mm-hmm. And I, I love movies like that, just straight to the point. At the opening scene, I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. So um, I didn't know. I, I had no idea what to expect from it, and I really enjoyed it. So like like Alyssa just said, um, I definitely recommend not watching any trailers. I know I open these podcasts with trailers, but, I mean, just fast forward, I guess. Um, and, yeah, so with that being said, uh, that is our review for Possessor, everyone. Really appreciate you guys for listening. I'll go around and call today with social medias. I'll start off with Larry. Larry, I don't know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. Busy man this past couple of weeks, huh? <laughs> yes, very busy. <laughs> um, yeah, way too busy. <laughs> all right, and Tay Money, I mean Tyler. Let everyone know they can follow you, my friend. <laughs> uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Tyler Calvert, and then Tyler Calvert on YouTube. All righty, and Alyssa, let everyone know can follow you. Um, everybody can follow me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Mainly Movies. All right, and my name is Dwayne. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow me on Instagram at Cinemaniac1994. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And uh, later on today, we'll have an episode with um, of Cinemania Live with uh, myself and Hannah, and I guess Larry. So stay tuned. <laughs> you guys gonna talk about the Lion King? He, he wants to. He wants to drop another '80s classic. So it's happening. <laughs> so in Lion King, King stuff. So. <laughs> All right. Um, with that being said, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. That was Alyssa. And that was Tyler. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.